You? And <laughs> you? I mean, hi, I'm... A cheerleader. Um, yeah. Head cheerleader, to be exact. Oh, 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 wow. So does Missy live here? Oh, actually, she moved back to L.A. Yeah. Something about evil cheerleaders or... Look, something. I'm serious. We have to get her. Yeah. Well, is her drug dependency going to be a problem? Cliff, shut up. What do you want? I want you to join the squad. Uh, You're the best. They know it. They just reject the unfamiliar. Thanks, but no thanks. I mean, I plead temporary insanity. See, I'm a hardcore gymnast, and no way jumping up and down and screaming, Go, team, go, is gonna satisfy me. Look, we're gymnasts too, except no beams, no bars, no vault. Sorry, not interested. What are you doing? Nothing. I, I, I just thought it was uh, interesting hearing Torrance's point of view. How do you even know her? We're old friends. <laughs> Ever been to a cheerleader competition? Oh, you mean like a football game? No, not a game. Those are like practices for us. I'm talking about a tournament. ESPN cameras all around, hundreds of people in the crowd cheering. Wait, people cheering cheerleaders that's right lots of people here's the deal missy we're the shit the best we have fun work hard and we win national championships i'm offering you a chance to be a part of that think about it miss i mean you get to wear sassy outfits you get to yell like you care about something (laughs) yeah okay she's not the cheering type you know what count me in what? What are you doing here? <laughs> Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. You can't handle the truth. King Kong ain't got shit on me. I am the I'm so much crazier. I am the one who knocks. Go ahead. Make my day. Best day we wore here. That's bright. Everybody on? on it feels like it's on because it's cold (laughs) in here there must be some podcasters in the atmosphere and this is facing off a podcast where we take two similar movies and we compare contrast and rate them today the movies are bring it on and stick it and my name's gabe that is true my name's gabe who are you (laughs) nick I'm Layla. <laughs> there we go. You guys sound peppy. I, I'm, I'm very happy for the participation that we got there. I like how uh, Nick's voice like cracked it. as he did. <laughs> He's like, like, well, I think he pubescent. forgot his name. That was the problem. I'm still, yeah, it was. I'm still caught up that it does feel warm in here. So It is pretty warm. The heater is actually on, um, despite oh, it being it, yeah. so cold, having these three uh stone cold stone cold steve austin's on the <laughs> podcast <laughs> um anyways delighted to have you guys on here i'm so excited to talk about these movies and just to set the mood get you to understand when these movies came out 
I'm going to take you back in time to the early 2000s. Oh, my God. In August of the year of our Lord 2000. <laughs> Who's our Lord 2000? Yeah, our Lord 2000. <laughs> it's like Andre 3000, but our Lord yeah, okay. 2000. Got it. Um, Breathe by Faith Hill and Smooth by Santana topped the singles charts. Star footballer Erling Braut Haaland was brought into this world. The PS2 was released. George W. Bush was just elected president of the United States after a major Supreme Court case. The cost of a gallon of gas was $1.26, and a dozen eggs was only 89 cents. American Beauty took home the Best Picture Oscar, and Mission Impossible 2 was the most popular movie. Little-known indie TV director Peyton Reed directs his first theatrical film called Bring It On. 15 years before he made his stamp on the MCU with the Ant-Man movies, which is written, of course, by Jessica Bendinger or Bettinger. I don't know. I don't think that she has one of the pronunciation things out there. But guess what? Fast forward a little bit, if you will, in your mind, to 2006. George W. Bush is still president. And reveals that there are secret CIA prisons all around the world outside of U.S. legal jurisdiction. Critics' Choice Award winner Jacob Tremblay enters our world. Twitter is launched. The high school musical soundtrack is the best-selling album. The Wii was released. The cost of a gallon of gas skyrocketed up to $3.18. Crash won Best Picture, and Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest, was the most popular film. And Jessica Benninger comes back into our lives with it in the world of an intense, acrobatic, physical film called Stick It. These are two fun movies where a rebellious gymnast reluctantly joins a team of young ladies to train for and compete in a national championship which they ultimately spoiler alert lose overall but they gain a newfound respect for their teammates and competitors guys are wow. we prepared to talk about these two movies are we in the 2000 2000s right now like i think we're there <laughs> we're we're surfing through listening to smooth by santana and wow. uh, what a jam! What a bang! Yeah, casually, Laffy Taffy is playing at one. Laffy out Taffy. Facials. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, tossing out slurs. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I I didn't know which ones to go with, so I went with the most popular. <laughs> it is Taffy. interesting that two of the biggest gaming consoles came out in each of these years: PlayStation Two and Wii. Correlation? No. Well, well. <laughs> George W. Bush is the correlation. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, guys. We are going to talk about these two movies. We're going to break them down into different categories. We are going to figure out, much like the judges have to figure out in these competitions, which movie is better, who did the best flips. So we're going to use a rating scale of one to seven, one being lowest, seven being highest. And we're going to start with a category called eye candy, a category where we talk about all of the visual elements of these movies uh, and what really stuck out to us? Layla. <laughs> Bless you, Nick. Sorry. Layla, what did you think about the eye candy and bring it on? Oh, um, this is going to be, I think, short and sweet. The eye candy and bring it on is... Like candy. <laughs> like candy. No. 
um, is very whatever to me. Um, I think it's very cookie cutter. I think it doesn't do anything special. I don't even like, I wouldn't even say with how much like cheer is a big part of this movie that the eye candy like contributes to that necessarily in any way. Um, I don't think the eye candy is particularly bad in this movie. Um, and I think the like routines themselves are fine. And I think they're pretty standard cheerleading routines. Um, so I'm going to keep this very short. I don't really have much to say specifically about bring it on. I'm just going to give it, I think, <laughs> uh, three. Cause I just, okay. it's three like, it's seven. not, yeah. yeah. Like it's like not incredible. It's not average. It's not super great, but it's not awful in my mind. Nick. Okay. What do Nick, you, think? you don't have quite the, um, library of cheerleading routines um, to know whether they were good but little do um, you know what did you think? i didn't even sleep last night i researched so many different cheerleading routines no i know absolutely the names in of his zero. dream you know when like a dog is chasing after like a rabbit <laughs> yeah, in yeah. their dream you were cha- you were doing like cheerleading was, things and accidentally hitting your wife in the face while you were moving <laughs> in bed yeah it was accident a, it was a quotes. spectacle yeah um i thought it was mad boring every time they did a cheerleading routine i because like layla said they're very like cookie cutter there is like there is the the fact that i watched stick it first and you and i watched it together gabe and really loved the, the way it like visually was presented to us so then like watching bring it be very much exactly what my brain remembered and was telling me it was going to look like and sound like was just like, I, I just was totally disengaged every time they did a cheerleading routine and they do like a lot of them because it's a movie about cheerleading. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm going to give it a three. There's just like nothing about the way that the movie is visually presented to you that is as tasty as candy, which by the way is not always short though. It is always sweet. Mm. So when you said like candy, you're wrong, dude. Twizzlers, yeah, totally fair. So red vines, yeah. I mean, those are kind nerd of nerd. Those are type of candies. You could do Long that if candies, you want. Dude. That's not really what we're doing for this podcast. I'm just but saying. Nick and Layla ultimately feel like that movie did not, in fact, bring it when it came to the visuals. <laughs> Let's talk about <laughs> Stick It, Nick. Why don't you continue and talk about? The incredible visuals of Stick It. <laughs> Stick It Which does. I'm not influencing this at all, even though I'm the moderator. They are incredible, though. It does stick its landing mm. when it comes to the visuals. Dude, all the kaleidoscopic stuff they do. Trippy. Incredible. Trippy. Loved it. Paired, I know you guys don't like when I do this, with all the music. <laughs> very cool. No, it works for this. Very different. Very much like a music video um in the way it's presented and like like come on the movie's not like an amazing Mm. film presented to like win an oscar or something like you got to do something to make it stand out and i feel like this is the category that made it really stand out to me is it it looks cool like i'm waiting for them to do a routine uh and then there's some bias here because like i do like watching like the Olympics and gymnastic routines. I think it's very like Im- impressive, I guess. And so these visuals are equally as impressive and unique and not cookie cutter. Mm. Like I thought bring it on was. So I gave it for what it is. 
I'm teetering on a six. Like I really enjoyed watching these routines and like, not just that, but there's also, I think the editing of the movie is very simple, straightforward, but works really well. Not too much is happening outside of these times that they're like, boom, here's a bunch of cool stuff to some fallout boy. Like I'm teetering on a six. I don't know where you're at, Layla. Yeah. Yeah. I, (laughs) this movie did not, have to by any expectation no. have to go as hard as it did on its visuals no, it and so like <laughs> it is remarkable like it is even like i'll get to kind of the sports aspect of it because like that's really important i think in this movie the way that the visuals like enunciate gymnastics itself but the movie itself just has great visuals that play into the comedy of the movie that play into yeah. like setting the tone of the movie i was like blown away at near the beginning when Haley gets to the gym for the first time and Vic is standing against the red and white backdrop and he's standing oh, yeah. on the mat like and it's like from low and it's up like he's like held up as <laughs> like it's like he's like held up almost like a god kind of like godlike in his right as it, he's it's pacing. It's an homage I think to Patton the like yeah. the, the movie about General Patton yeah. where it's like it, it looks like a military person. Yeah. Yeah totally. It's crazy. And it's purposeful. It's so smart and it totally sets a tone and it's comedic in itself making fun of like the way he sees himself as like that drill sergeant to these gymnasts and all of that. Like it, the visuals play a heavy hand in this movie and I don't think most people would even really see that necessarily, but it does. It plays such a big role in adding to the whole dynamic. So I love the visuals so much. Um, I mean, even just when she's like laying down and stomping them with her feet and that whole shot, like there's just so much like fun playing around with the visuals that um, I think impacted me much more than I realized on this watch later. I was like, wow, this is so much fun. And I'm paying so much attention to the like visual artwork. But then of course, what, and I should promise I was a gymnast growing up. So this movie was like everything to me when I was a kid, because there were so many cheerleading movies. So for them to come out with a movie about gymnastics was huge. But to me, my favorite part of this movie is how realistic this is about gymnastics. And all of the editing shots where it's like she's trying to hit her bars when she's training in the old gym and she smacks and she smacks and she smacks like the way that that's edited just plays such a heavy role in how much you're watching her hit Matt over and over and over again. And it like it plays into those montages so well. I think the visuals are very heavy handed in the montages purposefully. Um so yeah, I'm I'm totally going with a six. I think it's like this movie isn't as impactful looking back on it now without such fun, important visual aspects to it. Damn, you just got stuck. Um, <laughs> let's talk about actoring then, uh, about the performances in these movies, but also much like a gymnast. <laughs> Uh, these performances could be nothing without their coach or director or writer. Um, in the case of both of these movies, they were both written by the same uh, amazing woman. Uh, but one was directed by Peyton Reed and the other was directed by that same writer. So, uh, Layla, how are the performances in Stick It? Um. I mean, obviously, I wouldn't say that either of these movies is like winning an Oscar for its writing or its acting, but I do enjoy the hell out of the writing in Stick It. (laughs) I think it's really funny. And even like, I think, interestingly enough, 
the comparativeness of this podcast is really important in this episode because when you put these movies against each other, like the writing in both is just so intensely different for me. Like they're both meant to be youthful, play into the generation's comedy, etc. But like Stick It To Me does it in such a playful, natural way that doesn't feel rude and awful and like a timestamp of all the things I hate about the early 2000s. So it's like, Mm -hmm. and I do also remember too, like when Stick Mm -hmm. It came out, a lot of the stuff that these kids were saying in this movie, as stupid as it sounds now as adults, like my friends said shit like that. So it it does feel really realistic to me even though it's like so silly to listen to and watch now. Um, But those boys, like the crap that they're saying to each other is like so funny to me. And their Mm. chemistry with each other is magical. Um, They genuinely Mm. seem like such good friends and like loyal people to each other and loving like, you know, bros. Um, So I enjoy their performances. I think Haley does a really good job. I like what she puts into it for what she's given. I think she adds a really strong like individual individuality to her role i like how she plays into all the other characters um i really like the stupidity of the background characters like the way in which they each bring some kind of silliness to each um scene and the way they play off of Haley's kind of like harsh exterior is really fun um so yeah as much as a lot of it's very silly and some of it's kind of awkward in certain moments i'm really okay with it um so I'm not, I'm going to give it, I'm going to, oh, I'm, th- I'm going to right now give it just, I'm trying to be, <laughs> I'm trying to be not too biased so, on it because I like would give it a vertigo in the middle. I know I like went, I couldn't, like, I couldn't move forward. Um, I'm going to go with a four just because I do think it's average in comparison to like other movies in this category. But um, yeah, I'm going to stay there right now. Nick, are you going to go higher than that? I, I see your four. I raise you one, Jeff. You're going to go to a five. Yeah, Jeff brings it to a five to me because you do all those things you said and then you throw in Jeff, (laughs) Jeff Bridges. I love how I didn't even mention Jeff Bridges. You did it and it was great because this is all I I left it for you. This is like three years, (laughs) years three or four years before he won his Oscar. Oh, yeah. Crazy Heart, which is just like and and three years before he started becoming unintelligible when he spoke. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to look up if there's a neurological thing going yeah, on Yeah, I mean, sure. But, but he is he is just absolutely performing. I love that the movie, just to talk quickly about its writing before I start talking about Jeff Bridges more, I love that it's referential of itself, self-referential, if you will, oh, uh, because it, it calls itself out for not giving the background characters any lines at one point. And that was that killed me a little bit. That was yeah. a real funny part where they're like, "Yeah, like they don't even talk." Like, do you talk? <laughs> and then they don't talk. And it's great. I also kind of think she might be referencing her own very uh, homophobic, slurry writing in two thousand by casually throwing out that one of the two boy characters is gay, and then them being like just moving on like it's normal because it is yeah it's so naturally brought up oh yeah and it's also just a very like forward movie like i feel like everything yes, it about is. it is just like we're Let's accepting of everything bush. and we're happy yes. about it and we're good <laughs> and the industry is or this like entire sport is sexist and stupid right. and they hold yeah these girls to mm-hmm. these horrible standards that just further them not feeling every 
comfortable with what they're doing. Right. Yeah. It does not beat around the bush. And then you throw in like Jeff Bridges character is really well written. He does nothing but support the, the people he's supposed to support and does a good job. And as like, um, questioning as I think we are naturally being knowing now what we know about how disgusting and disturbing men in gymnastics can be to their, their, uh, students. Um, you'd kind of teased that way. I think now in 2023 that he might be that way. And he's not, he's just like a really genuinely awesome dude who's supporting these, these, you know, these girls as they, they try to do something that they're, they're dreaming of and that he dreams of. And it's just very, very well played by Jeff Bridges and very well played by, I think the, the whole rest of the cast. Like I had a hard time being like, well, that's really bad. The only thing that's bad are the puns. No, wrong. Joanna's, no, some of Joanna's puns are really bad. Okay, but they're purposely It's not really called bad. gymnastics. Like, yeah, I, I stole my ending. Vanessa, <laughs> Vanessa Langies or whatever her name is, is they're just... Good, that's performed well. It's every single line is a pun or a mistaken like, like, yes. understanding of the world. And... It's incredible. I mean, that's the thing that, besides the visuals, Nick and I were dying of laughter all the way through every time Gosh, she spoke. It's pretty great. It's a little much, but it's pretty great. Wrong. I think it's a five. So I, good. I, I, yeah, I'm sure. definitely moving up to a five. I was. I trying think to it's be... above. I think it's above average. Like you, you throw in the fact that yeah, you got I Jeff agree. Bridges just performing. Yeah. And like doing a good job She's in this performing. like silly yeah movie. Yeah, that's great. Agreed. I think Agreed. So Two let's talk about five plus five is ten. Eliza Dushku and <laughs> the cast of Bring It On. Uh, Nick, why don't you wait until Layla talks about actoring for <laughs> uh, Bring It On? Tricky, tricky. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is like a hard rewatch. This is hard to rewatch. <laughs> Um, I, <laughs> Why, both you guys started your last like rating with defining, a, a like a phrase by just saying it differently, <laughs> like referencing my, it's referencing itself, like self-referencing. And then you're like, this is like a hard rewatch. Like it's hard to rewatch. <laughs> Anyways, um, it's kind of like a. It's been a long day for everyone. Layla, sorry, please. Um, <laughs> yeah, I. The performances are really bad. Um, they're really, really hard to watch, and I. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm doing a great job in this category. Um, yeah, I don't really have again a whole lot to say about this movie. I mean, I think that in general, the writing ages intensely poorly. Um, I don't think it's, I mean, we can certainly spend more time later on talking about how problematic it is at this point in time, but even aside from all of that, because, you know, it doesn't really connect at this point, it's just not funny anymore. Like, I remember it being so funny, and I remember the way that the actors, like, portrayed these very caricature, stereotype-like characters to be... I don't know. There was something really special about it growing up. All of my best friends in high school were cheerleaders. All of them. So this movie was just a heavy influence in my life at that time. Um, And 
we loved it. Like the lines, I just, the, the writing of these lines, like we would say them to each other all the time. And now I'm looking back, I'm like, were they even funny? Like I just, what were we doing? Um, and then of course there's the way that they're executed in the movie. Um, I think her brother is still pretty solid. Like I have a lot of moments where I'm just like, he's before his time a little bit, like his humor and the things he's pointing out. Like, I like that there's this character that's just making fun of them the whole time. Cause it's very important. I think if it took itself seriously without that, it would have been so dumb. Um, but, and I, and I think that Missy is like a fun character and I think that she does a pretty solid job of just like breaking up the cheerleading bullshit. Um, I don't know. I think I, I don't really even know how to necessarily rate it. Cause I just think it's really harsh to watch at this point, but at one point I really enjoyed it. So I don't know which me to go with here. <laughs> Nick, do you want to tap in? <laughs> just split the difference. Uh, that would be like when you go in between the yeah. two. Yeah. So like the that. differences, the differences. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> I, uh, I have a question. Is Gabrielle union a good actor? She's okay. She's fine. Yeah, she's I think not she's had some dramatic roles and stuff. She's just more of like an awesome person yeah. and personality. And like, I kind of just feel like she was doing a bit per- of herself yeah. in this movie. And I like was cool right. with that. It's, like yeah. it's like, it wasn't yeah. anything remarkable, <laughs> but yeah. I do. I just didn't quite get it. <laughs> her performance. I was like, what's happening with Gabrielle? I mean, I, funny that you bring it up. I actually think that like, I wish we got more of them at this point in my life. And at this age, like they were better characters to me and better, like more entertainingly written characters. And I think that like Gabrielle union is trying to be kind of this like actual leader and trying to be stoic and trying to hold herself because like, she's a black woman fighting against fucking shitty white women. And she has to kind of keep herself together and she can't just fucking fight them every second. So I appreciate the way that's written and I appreciate the way she carries herself in the movie, but we get so little of them. So I can't even really judge it on that. Like it doesn't even, it feels like it doesn't even have a chance to lean into that. Yeah. You know, but it should have and could have, and maybe would have been better. better. (laughs) Like I just, they were just like the whole like I'd I've seen Bring It On before. It's the first time I've seen Stick It. I'd seen Bring It On at least one time before. This time it just didn't work for me. Yeah, like, I agree. at all. Like you said, and I was like, just so turned off by not just the slurry, gross <laughs> writing of it. Like there are a couple lines that I won't even dare to say on in a, with a microphone in front of me. <laughs> Because they're, like, so cringy bad Yeah, at please this point. don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, at least two that I can think of off the top of my head. And, and on top so of that... you think about them often. Well, in the context <laughs> oh, of us okay. talking about it. Yep. I don't really know, like, if there's any, like, saving grace either. And that's the part that I, like, struggle with. Is there any, like, part of it that's written super well besides being able to write in as Layla and I talked about earlier today to steal Layla's thunder a little bit, that there's, you know, some cultural appropriation that's brought to light and is kind of directly ish addressed. Um, other than that, like, I don't know how great the writing is and it's not like anyone's able to put together this like amazing Jeff Bridges esque performance. So I, I don't know. Is it like a four? Oh, I gave it a three, three. Yeah. 
Like, I don't think it's entirely awful. Like, I like I think they're doing exactly what this movie was supposed to do at the time. There's a reason this movie was so popular at the time. Like, the stupidity of it. Like, like, that's kind of why I said the comment of, like, I'm struggling with old Layla and new Layla. Because at the time, again, this worked really well. (laughs) Um, I don't think it works that well now upon reflection. So I am, I'm not going to go super harsh. I don't think it's average because it is pretty poorly done. So three is kind of where I landed. That's fair. I'll give it a two. It is just wild to me <laughs> that I didn't like it. Peyton Reed. Ends if you up gave it becoming... a below average score, I'm gonna go two. Yeah, go. And go, to, go. tell you how I really feel, I really don't like. This I mean, movie you should anymore. also be like teaching this film a lesson, you know, because like <laughs> no. this movie has way more recognizable people outside of Jeff Bridges, whose careers got like a lot better afterwards. I mean, Kirsten, Kirsten Dunst was or, or yeah, Kirsten Dunst was yeah. Yeah, you said Kristen. It, did I? I said Kirsten. Oh, Kir- Kirsten. You're right. It is Kirsten. Um, uh, she. I mean, she was really popular at the time, but she obviously blew up a lot more to the point where she's now an Oscar-nominated actress. I, I mean, everyone in there, and then Peyton Reed is like coming out this month with a third Ant-Man movie. Like, it's crazy where that's gone. But it, it's it's you know. Um, we, I guess we could talk about it in Legacy and how God, this your movie league ages. Game, man. Um, anyways, guys, let's move on to the next category. Let's talk about originality. Oh, um, so, yeah, it is a good one, Layla. <laughs> talk about how creative these movies are, um, whether they needed to be made, and how they stand out in their semi-similar genre. Um, Layla, talk about Bring It On. Yeah, this is the category that both of these movies like really, really shine in. Um, Mm. Bring It On needed to be made at the time. There's a reason people flipped out about this movie. Like it started an entire subgenre of movies, (laughs) kind of in the same way that like Mm -hmm. when Step Up came out. Bring It On 1, you have Bring It On 2, you have Bring It On 3. Oh, it keeps going. Yeah, there's there's a colon new one all or nothing. There's bring something... It On, colon, cheer or die. Yeah, cheer bring or die. Bring It On, colon, in it to win it. Bring It On, colon, again. Bring It On, comma, ghost. Oh, but that's right, not Layla. from the same thing. But I'm you're right, Layla, like the step ups and, and, and like stomp the yard and stuff, like all of that. It just started, yeah, it just started a genre of, like, these, like, kind of sports that people don't talk about a whole lot. (laughs) Um, And it also is just a sport that I feel like actually has, and, you know, I want to be super fair to cheerleading, and I feel like watching this movie back, I almost feel like this movie does it a little bit of a disservice. Cheerleading is such a big sport. Like, Mm -hmm. they do Mm -hmm. have these huge competitions, ESPN, like... You know, all my best friends used to prep so hard for these competitions and they are intense. And part of the reason I was upset with the visuals of this movie is I wish they had done a better job of showing that. Like, I just wish Mm. they had done a better job of like, you know, like when they do the montage in the movie where it's like they're prepping to make their routine and all this stuff. Like, it's kind of silly and it kind of just shows them doing all these different types of dances. But I feel like the difference between these movies is... Stick It, like, makes you understand how intense that sport is while Bring It On was, like, kind of minimizing and just making it funny that they did all these, like, different dance classes to learn. People really have to do that in cheer. Like, you really do have to know so many different types of dances and know how to do these intense routines. You're being thrown up into the air. Like, 
So it is a, it's a great sport to highlight and I'm glad that it happened because it really was such a big deal for young girls when it came out. So absolutely smart on their part to do so. Um, and I, you know, I do think even if they feel silly now, there's a lot of lines that came out of this movie that were like very humorous, humorous to us at that age. Um, like the spirit fingers line, like there's just so many little original comedic like thoughts that came out of this movie that were a big deal back then. Um, so there's that. And then, you know, Nick alluded to a conversation that we had been having about the fact that a movie that is weirdly so inappropriate all the time still has (laughs) this single line, like every line has this background story about cultural appropriation and like does a good job of calling the white people in the movie out for doing so. Um, and also has you rooting for the team of color throughout the movie too. Like you want them to win, um, which is kind of shocking for its time, shocking for it to be so aware and to call it out and to do a fairly good job of executing it. Um, so yeah, I'll leave it there and I'll let Nick talk. I'm going to go with a, I don't know. I kind of feel like I have to go really high on this. I'm going to go with a, Six. Wow. Six out of seven for bringing on originality, Nick. I'm not sure I can add very much to that. I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah, I'm that sorry. Was I went in. <laughs> pretty much what I would say if I were more eloquent if and you prepared were to talk. If I were Layla. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to give it a five. Fair. Um, because I didn't feel the cultural impact that... Um, that Layla did. However, I do think this is maybe the category that I like to talk about how like realistic things are. Yeah. Even though they're not, a lot of things are not realistic. They sent all these people to cheerleading camp. Gabrielle Union, Kirsten Dunst were both cheerleaders in high school, which is cool. Unrealistic. You're not allowed to bear your midriff in high school cheerleading competitions. It is strictly <laughs> forbidden, according to IMDb. It's true. Um, so but. that's why it's not a six and it's a five for me, really. Wow. Really unrealistic. point for you. <laughs> yeah. Don't show your midriffs. Hey, guys. Well, we got to sexualize them, you know? Okay, Don't show your midriffs. You can't have Eliza Dushku in a movie in and 2000 and not bear and not her, her belly. Uh... <laughs> Okay, what did you give it a five? <laughs> it's like not landing the swallows flock to Capistrano. Yeah, uh, yeah, we gave it a five. Okay, five out of seven. All right, well, let's talk about Stick It originality. Nick, did you find it very original and creative, and does it need to be made? Um, well, yes, it is creative. Um, I don't know if it's like... I don't know if original would be the word that comes to my mind at first. Creative, need to be made, um, yes, because I enjoyed them. Um, and I do think that it's genuine, like we said before in, in actoring, it's just genuinely a good story um, that's kind of buttoned up and, and easy and, and sh- very straightforward. It's not at all, um, doesn't beat around the bush at all. Um, and... I, I don't know. It's kind of realistic to, to what, like Layla said, as, as a, a gymnast, as she was younger, what gymnasts have to do to be decent at what they do. Um, so I'm going to give it a four. 
I don't think it's not as I don't know if it's as culturally impactful. Um and unfortunately it follows this like string of like it feels like it's a bring it on shadow. A good one. But still shadowed. Shadowy in the shadows. Yeah, okay. that's, I mean, that's, I, I don't disagree with the fact that it does fall I'm under. I'm not married to that score, by the way. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to convince you to go higher and or you're definitely not going to go with my store score because I'm going to give it a seven. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Um, a seven. Tell, it, tell me why. I want to know. <laughs> tell me why. Um, This movie had to be made. It needed to be made so bad. Sure, that makes sense. You're like. You have no idea how happy gymnasts were when this movie came out. Like, this was our lives. This is such a perfect, perfect depiction of growing up in gymnastics. Like, it hits the nail on the head. Like, Mm. you meet anyone who grew up doing gymnastics, and they're going to be like, Stick It is the fucking dopest movie I've ever watched. Because it just... I don't know. It represented a bunch of people that had never been talked about. Like nothing. Like if you look, there are no gymnastics movies. <laughs> there are absolutely no gymnastics movies outside of like documentaries. And mm. this There's is a the few, but not. Like, but nothing not like, like this. this. Yeah. Not like this. No, nothing that like you want to watch, right? Nothing that like makes Good other point. people want to watch, which I think is the difference. This was like an mm-hmm. audience movie. This was meant for people to be like, what is this kind of comedy teenage movie? That'll be fun. And then they like see this movie about gymnastics, which is so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also just everything around it. Like the way, of course the way they depict gymnastics, but the way they made it, like the, even the eye candy is part of the reason I want to give this a seven, the choices they made in a very silly teenage sports film to be different and try to be visually fun is awesome. The fact that they in a movie at this time chose to be progressive and not be assholes and throw slurs every two seconds and be ridiculous. Like they went in the opposite direction of every teenage young movie at this time in the best ways and executed it so well. And yeah, I can't stress enough. Like this was such a big deal for anyone who's ever done gymnastics. Obviously it was for everyone. Both of you, I think enjoyed this movie too, Mm -hmm. but Oh yeah. The depiction of how hard this sport is on the body, how hard this sport is on women, and, like, also the choice to make this story about specifically, like, how harsh they are when judging these girls. Like, that they're doing things where they can break their neck, doing things where they can massively injure themselves, and they're constantly deteriorating their bodies only to have, like, their score taken down by ridiculous minutia. Um, mm-hmm. Because they don't want them to do cool stuff is why they bring their scores down, isn't it? I mean, in it. some well, cases, like, oh, right? Too, like, that's too cool in one time. Too Vic's, risky. Vic's girl. Too risky. Or we don't want individuality, right? Like, it's we only want... because it's the ones from that coach because he does have a yeah. precedent of of having a girl injured. getting really yeah. badly yeah. injured. But then yeah. later it's Way like, Way yeah, the, minute, the like tiny dope. details are like your bra is showing. Well, it's kind of that like Not milit- even sexy bras. Um, and just ultimately the way that it talks about like how these girls are about, like in the military sense, having to do n- like the same routine that everyone else does perfectly. No individuality, no deterioration from that at all is um, just such a big part of the sport and a really important commentary about gymnastics as a whole. So yeah, I'm, I'm definitely giving this a seven. <laughs> 
You maybe wow. moved to a five. I moved up to a five. You are right. Wow, wow, wow. Especially, wow, 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 wow. <laughs> That's it. Okay, thanks, Nick. <laughs> um, we're really happy that you moved up to a five. We're very proud of you for making uh, positive changes in your life. <laughs> um, let's talk about the big category. Wow, wow. Were these movies spectacles? Were you locked the fuck in all the way through or were they snoozers did they bring it on yeah nick did they stick it did stick it bring it on i uh, ro- i what is happening yeah. ironically actually layla what yeah. do you think of the ending of stick it no 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 you're not allowed layla i asked him first uh no i'm kidding <laughs> go ahead Layla. <laughs> no conversations um, monologues only it, it do you mean in the sense that like they choose the winners like what part of the end yeah are you fine with the way that the, the movie turns third in act terms of yeah engagement oh yeah i think it's fun Uh-oh. yeah i'm fine with it okay i give it to it, me nick you like hate it ironically <laughs> doesn't really stick it like its own ending it just sort of like it feels like a weird it feels like something that and like I, I like I don't hate it. I don't hate the ending. Like I wasn't like totally disengaged. I do think it's the only knock because I was like totally into it until okay. It Fair. it's just sort of this like it it feels like a thing that is it is cool what they do, and it feels like something that on paper when maybe what was her first name Haley? No, the writer. Oh, um, Ben Benninger. Benninger? Yeah, that's her last name. She's not named Bettinger. She's not named Bettinger Bettinger. Yeah, her name is Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> you could call her Miss Bettinger, by the way. You don't have to yeah, say yeah. Jessica. When you don't know her. <laughs> when, when Bettinger Bettinger you don't know her. doesn't... Yeah. It feels like when she wrote it, it probably was super cool, and it is g- gymnastically, in the gymnastics world, a cool concept to just be like, you know what? You don't have control. We actually are the people performing. And if we decide not to have everybody perform, you have to award the winner whoever we want. Is a cool idea to take the power back. Very Rage Against the Machine. Big fan. But... <laughs> Killing in the neighbor! <laughs> but it does not super work in execution. And Gabe and I were both like... They didn't ask everyone else. Like, yeah, it was, they just cool. Everyone was just cool with it, and they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna give it to whoever you want specifically to win." And it just was like a, it just is a weird. What do you mean turn. by they didn't ask everybody else? There's like so many teams, and like the only people that get awards are like Nastia Lukin and the people on their team, and the oh. people. On, I mean, technically, you do see them like going to talk yes. to all these different teams about this idea. Although but they were yes, all fair. down, they've worked but, so like, Joanna hard. Joanna doesn't even get to place in the whole. Like part of that is her relinquishing a little bit of the like, yes. over control again, nature, like but cool it's, like, in concept. Also, like oh, just because she wants to have a little bit of fun and and be cool with this, does she have to like give up her all of her dreams in that moment? <laughs> like I. I think it's a really I, I, sorry. I, I'm I'm supposed to be moderating, but oh, no, I think please. it's a really cool sentiment that yes. works that would work a little bit better in like the second act of the movie, like the later part yes. of the second act, to have a more thrilling ending. But if they're not going for the thrilling ending, that's fine. But like we were watching with Julie, Nick's wife, and we were uh, Nick and I were like 
fucking so locked into this movie. We loved it. <laughs> and she was just like, she liked it too, but she's seen it a bunch. But she was yeah. very hesitant and she was waiting for this turn in the movie that makes it, she like hates, like actively mm. hates. And for us, we were like, oh, it's fine. It's kind of a nice thing. But it does go on for a while and they're doing that. And we like kind of get the gist and then it just ends. And we were a little surprised by that. It That's just sort of like did. fizzles a bit at the end. But otherwise, like, yo, pump, inject all the Fallout Boy into my veins, first of all. Give me, give me all the Fallout Boy. I am old enough to admit that I unabashedly really enjoy Fallout Boy. And there's a lot of Fallout Boy in this. The, like, just like all the visuals that we've been talking about, all the music that we've been talking about, performances, movies an hour and a half, perfect. Like it is, it's an easy above average to me. So I give it a five. I just kind of think it fizzles out. And I'm curious if you had that same feeling because though my wife has very strong feelings about it, I wasn't strongly feeling the same way, but I do get it and was like, oh man, I wanted like her to kick ass, but no one kicks any ass, you know? And maybe that's except just for, the uh, way way. Except for way way, who does very much kick ass. Um, yeah, I um. Yeah. Sorry, I was just looking at the soundtrack of this movie. Um, it's the <laughs> yeah, because it's fire. Arguably the best soundtrack of all time. Because <laughs> it's flames. Yeah, because no, because you kept talking about fa- Fallout Boy, and like I knew that there was like a Fallout Boy song that I could remember, but I only There's ever at least two. I only ever remember Anthem Part Two from this movie. And there's there's. <laughs> and, uh, uh, nobody puts baby in the corner. I think there's. I mean, Dude, the there's soundtrack's a incredible. Five album. There's a Jurassic Five song. Yeah, yeah. Charlie well, Tuna comes fucking ripping through this movie. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, and it's. I can absolutely just talk about the soundtrack for a second because that is such a big part of the spectacularity of this movie. So good, and it's amazing too because it it really does kind of uh, play into gymnastics in itself as well because it's such a hardcore sport. So it just it really like adds to the storyline as well um i don't know i mean now that i'm thinking about it because you guys are like acknowledging it yeah i mean it's kind of silly and it certainly isn't the biggest punch i think at the end of a movie especially when like you know they're rallying and doing this really big thing and it definitely doesn't necessarily feel like it's like insanely impactful by the end of it which i totally agree with and i I like gabe's idea about the second like it's it is cool it's a cool sentiment i just like wanted them to just rip it up and they just yeah i think because the routines that they choose to show are like some of my favorite film gymnastics routines which is so silly because it's stick it but um i i think i just didn't care because of that and like i also just the sentiment alone is like i'm like for it and i'm ready to go and that's fine um but I get it. I, I don't think that's like a, I think that's a criticism that's super fair. I think that there's probably a different version of this where there's some way that it doesn't like peter out like that to make you guys feel that way. I can't say I feel that way when I'm watching it. I just have so much fun in those last like 15 minutes of the movie um, simply because of the routines themselves. Haley's floor routine. I, it might be my most watched like YouTube video of all time. Like when the after that movie came out, I rewatched that routine over and over and over again so many times. Okay, who would you rather watch uh, routine wise, Haley Graham or Simone Biles? Oh my god! 
Um, I mean, obviously, like, Simone, because she's, like, just incredible. But Mm. I think the thing that makes Haley's routine so much fun to watch on loop, and I think this might be because I'm just a film lover, the way it's shot is so fun. Like, Like, it adds such a theatrical component to a floor routine because of the way that they double take almost every floor she does. And it's, like it adds a punch every time she does it. Um, and the music just like adds such a kick-ass thing to the whole, to the whole of it. So it's just so fun. And then obviously Nasia's bar routine, which we all know it's Nasia Lyukin, but um, is so fun. Anyways, I don't need to get into the nitty gritty of that. The whole yeah, movie. All, um, by the way, we all knew that was Nasia Lukin, and no one at any point didn't know it was not who Nastia Lukin was. Yeah. Or why yeah. She was There's the no movie. way they that Gabe know. might not have not known who that was. No, <laughs> no not way. Not a chance. Because, <laughs> because, listen, I knew that the High School Musical soundtrack was the most popular so album how could you of not that know year. That but yes. I also Logical. knew Nastia Lukin Logical. is a person who existed. Right. Probably still does. <laughs> Yeah. As a Wikipedia, everything. Mm-hmm. Probably still does. Um, okay, so going to like overall, spect- like, taking away from the end of it or whatever, um, the montages in this movie are fucking incredible so to good. me. They mm-hmm. are massively important to this movie and they play such a heavy role in oh, moving the, the like do one. Uh. <laughs> it just like it. There is something really fun about these in between kind of comedic, kind of silly, kind of awkward scenes and then these like montages that just punch you through the movie. Like they give so much energy back to you. They are such great depictions of gymnastics. They're the, like, it's such a fun way to watch someone educate someone who doesn't know what gymnastics is like. Like her whole old gym montage is so great. Watching her struggle through getting back in shape and doing these tricks again and talking about the calluses you get on your hand, all of that stuff. Like, it's her narrations are great. I have a really fun time listening to her narrate this film. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it it's a really fun pacing. I like that. I like that there are these like emotional components to it that kind of break up some of that like very silliness to the movie. Um, and it doesn't feel like too much is going on when I'm watching it. Um, yeah, I... I don't think I have too much more to say. I think it's just really fun. And I think the flow works really well because of those breakups with the montages. Um, and then I think the depictions of gymnastics are just like really interesting. And f- the way they did it is just really fun to watch. So sure. I'm going to go with a six. Awesome. Ooh. By the way, the two fallout boy songs are just the most fallout boy song title <laughs> of fallout boy songs. They are. I slept with someone in fallout boy and all I got was a stupid song written about me. And Anthem number two is Blink-182. Yeah. Or yeah. Anthem part but two, she sorry. she said that. Yes. And our lawyers made us change the name of this song so we wouldn't get sued. That's a funny <laughs> yeah. one. Amazing. I yeah. guess. Um, anyways, let's talk about Bring It On. Uh, you guys have talked a lot about it and uh, <laughs> in those other categories, but was it still enjoyable in any sense to watch? Was it still engaging? Good question. Or was it a that slog? A good question. Nick? Um, it, was a, uh, it was a slog for me. I just didn't. Had you seen it before? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have. And this time, I just like I just it just let me down because bring because stick it was such a uh, pleasant surprise that and then bring it on was like a 
almost like a like a chore like i hate when we we watch a movie and i'm like now this is a chore and it kind of became that unfortunately because it's just like made me feel so icky because i was like well we did throw the right word we did throw that slur out quite a bit and really listening to it in this movie (laughs) is making me feel really remorseful for doing that so damn much uh and i like i couldn't i couldn't get over it there is this one. We were a mess. Line school is mentioned, I believe, in the line. Oh yeah, and it is um, bad. <laughs> and I was like, "Dang, dude, I can't get past this." And then it, and then on top of it, like I just wasn't into watching the cheerleading scenes because they're so just basic. Um, like the way that, like obviously, like cheerleading is a sport. It's incredible. They're doing incredible things. They train really hard. Cheer, cheering cheerleaders you should cheer cheerleaders but i just not for me and i it was a slog so i gave it a um a three because for other people it's not that so i didn't want to go too harsh but three yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go with a four i mean it is it is really hard it's not easy to get through i think at this point i had a lot of moments where i was like pulled out and i just had to like, pause it a lot and go get like more snacks or something because i was just bored um <laughs> Fuck yeah, it, i love snacks <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i mean it's i don't know i think this movie certainly leans more into the teen part of it um like i do think it very much it's it's very much a cheer movie and a sports movie but i do think it also leans into being in high school and the high school part of everything more than stick it does um so I think that like part of me on rewatch was like this is just kind of a bad version of a high school teen movie and there's such yeah. better ones out there that I yeah. just couldn't even yeah, engage same. with that part of it. Um, and then also I just think watching Stick It and seeing how well they depict gymnastics and how great the gymnastics itself is and to see them like not give cheerleading that same level of like <laughs> – um, whatever it, it just made it kind of hard to watch all around um and then of yeah. course so much of the writing just makes you go what the fuck while you're watching it i mean he literally talks about like sexually assaulting her while he's putting her up in the air like he's like i slip a finger in when she's not wearing oh her yeah yeah like it's, it's yeah didn't even mention that one you <laughs> know it's there's just too much going on and again i think it's so casual oh my god it's very casual and it's meant to be funny i think that's like yeah. You know, we'll talk about this in literally the next category, probably. But I just it, yes. it really takes you out at this point in our lives. And with this new like generation, I don't it's just not it's not funny anymore. So when you rewatch it or it's just hard to get through. Um, I'm repeating myself. I'm going to give it a four because I think that like, I don't know, it's still entertaining. It's average. It's, it's entertaining enough, but it's certainly not what it used to be in my mind at all. Totally. Okay, makes sense. Let's close it out. I actually, you know, we're going to do Legacy. I, I, I kind of assume that this is, you know, uh, bringing on outside originality's saving grace here. But, uh, you know, how was it received? Is it still, you know, what's its lasting legacy? How is it aged? Things like that. Layla, since you were just talking about it, why don't you uh, let us know what the legacy of Bring It On is? Yeah, Um Kind of just completely taking off from what I just said. I mean, I am still going to give it a very high score. It is Whoa. bad or good. It's still it's still at at least a six. I mean, I'm going to go down that one point only because of how poorly it's aged. But yes, it is still just way too important. It's in the lexicon. 
it's it kicked off just a million movies so many cheerleading tv shows so many cheerleading movies and again kind of kicked off this idea of like oh we can make movies about sports like this dance whatever and that'll be popular um so and then on top of that it's like big people are in this movie that are always going to be remembered for being in this movie. It wasn't like super well rated. I can't remember the exact score. I think it was like in the sixties on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, Yeah. They actually both have the same, like by one, one um, point are off uh, for their Metacritic rating, which is like a little bit stricter, but yeah. um, Um, But they're also like stick. It is only 0.2 higher in IMDb user rating, which is, kind of wild to me that is wild yeah i mean it's like it's not like insanely well-rated movies in general but they just are i think they were just too important for this generation to not acknowledge that and i'll be very curious to see how long it lasts like it's you know it's still so recent and it's we're all still gonna continue to talk about (laughs) it but like I'm very curious to see if Gen Z even gives a fuck about this movie. That's what I was <laughs> like, going to say is I was like, I'm just trying to imagine like a Gen Zer watching this and hearing them drop the F slur, just like the most homophobic lines yeah. ever in this movie. I cannot imagine that. I mean, I feel like even as a millennial and someone who watched this movie endlessly at the time. Yeah. I on rewatch I'm like I have zero intention of putting this movie back on again. Like it's it's a if anything it's again a reminder of a time of my life that I don't want to remember in a lot of ways. It's like the icky, fact that dude. in high school that we said these types of things and we acted this way like yeah, dude, we're just woke now. It's rough. Um just yeah, so I'm on that Tucker Carlson. <laughs> I'm still going like to give it a 6. Carlson. Um Whoa. I imagine that'll only go down with time, but I'm still going to give it a six. Yes, I can't uh, same same thing. It. I mean, would be a seven because like it is everyone. If you say bring it on, everyone's like, that's a movie. Everyone knows that it's a movie. <laughs> that is, that's a thing. I know that one. It's like Titanic. That's a movie. Same thing. But and actually, a ship. Yeah, but I'm actually now wondering this because I agree with that. It if is you a movie. Bring it on. Most people go, oh yeah, that's a movie. <laughs> Uh, no, but most people know what Bring It On yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. And from my understanding, I thought Bring It On was like a super popular movie when it came out. It did do well. Not like it amazingly just more like it well. stuck. Yeah, oh, I mean, it was incredibly dude, popular when it came but, out. I mean, it was. I mean, it was culturally really popular. I think it was also one of those like it became really popular after the theater run. Mm-hmm. Um, and... But it, it's really bizarre because if you even look at, like, audience scores and stuff, it's not high. And I'm like, but I guess people didn't really use Rotten Tomatoes then. I don't know what it... I mean, I it's it, not it, like it me just, and my friends were rating it on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? Like, we I were also, the people watching it. I also have never it. fucking rated something on Rotten <laughs> right. Tomatoes, so nor true. do I know a single person who <laughs> I just, so I true. think that it's like, we could have... A good example is we could have compared Bring It On to, like, 15 different movies. And yeah. we could have had this episode ju- like that. Like, it spawned so many. That is its cultural legacy. However, yeah. it is, like, it just it just can't. You can't say half the stuff in it. And you shouldn't say half the stuff in it. So, I, I think it's still... But I agree, six. I think it's still kind of relevant because, like, I just saw, if you go on IMDb and you live in L.A., it's playing at the Alamo Draft House on yeah. February 25th. So it's still, like, an appreciated 
um, work of art, but for you guys, it was more like a work of fart this time around. <laughs> Let's talk about I mean, the, Stick It. Yeah. yeah so, I'm kidding. Go ahead, Layla. No, I just was going to say, like, I, I mean, I, I would be remiss if I didn't bring up, like, there are, there are lines from this movie that, like, are, like, I, I've still found myself saying, like, she brings the yeah. itch to bitch. Like, there's, like, there are still, like, lines that girls definitely still say and will always say like sp- the spirit fingers lines is like timeless yes. like yeah these yeah. are gold like these like those lines are just they're never gonna die i don't think yeah. so they're still gold to this they're day. still gold is what um, I'm trying to say. when we get into stick it and i'll, I'll pass it back over to you Layla, um the legacy of it i just want to say as a big film buff i didn't know what stick it was i never ever heard of it in in my life until it was suggested to us like early on to do it and then when Layla brought it back up to do on this episode and I I will read you the consensus from the critics for Stick It which got a 32% on Rotten Tomatoes when they uh, use the aggregate is director Jessica Benninger is unable to transfer her winning bring it on formula to the world of gymnastics despite Missy Peregrim's strong lead performance. Fucking Layla, amateurs. What do you have to say to that? Yeah. Bitch. Yeah. Um <laughs> damn. <dude. laughs> Go um, off. I I mean I can't ignore the fact that this does not have a strong legacy. Like it just doesn't. I mean as much as this movie will live on forever for me and I will force anyone and everyone who hasn't seen it to see it, I can only do so much as one person. Like, it's not... It didn't have a big, like, opening when it came out and it didn't, like, go much further from that. You know, it's not like it's garnering some latent audience at this point. Um, I do think it's known as, like, not the only... Not till this episode drops. Yeah. yeah we're gonna we're gonna kick that off. <laughs> we're um, it. <laughs> we're it. Um, I do think it, like, you know, if someone were to be like, is there a gymnastics movie? This is really the only one that they would find that I think would be relevant enough for anyone to watch. But, like, who's searching that? I don't know. No, anyone. Um, Yeah, most people don't know this movie. I don't really even know what to give it. I think that, like, if someone just put it on, if they stumbled upon it, I think they would probably it's it's aging well in my opinion so i think they would yeah. like it so it, as long as people just kind of stumble upon it but why isn't it on a streaming service is what i would like to know is that just like because it's still somehow making money for people i just i, I don't yeah, know it i don't remember where we watched it on probably probably movies anyway yeah but it's it's so bizarre that it's not streaming it is definitely one of the it, it for sure should be on like freebie or something like that and it's like one of those hidden gems i mean uh, you know mm-hmm. to finish off like yeah i never knew what this movie was i wasn't excited to watch it so i went over <laughs> to nick's to watch it with him and julie and i was pleasantly surprised by how much i we had really a bunch of fried it. chicken i thought it was i, some, I still chicken. have some of that <laughs> yeah um it's it's i was just blown away i was like half joking as i was going through it by the visuals and then i was like wait who the fuck edited this movie who's the cinematographer who's the production designer cuz off the charts fucking good and yeah. then um, and the soundtrack was so banger. And Missy Peregrim is so incredibly beautiful. And and what has she so been in beautiful. since then? 
random TV so shows. So many like FBI shows. Yeah, she's like, shows. Rookie Blue is her big she's one. She's just like a police officer, basically. She's just really Canadian. Yeah. And I think maybe she like leaned more into modeling afterwards because she's insanely she's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. She's beautiful. But anyways, um, yeah, I pleasantly surprised Nick. How about you? What was your score, Layla? I didn't give it oh, one I don't yet. know if you give it. You don't know? I feel like it's either... I mean, it's unfortunately either a two or a three. I feel like the most places that you would... Like, the most common places I was thinking about it that you might stumble upon this movie, you didn't know it, is if you looked at Jeff Bridges' IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> and you were Dude. like, stick it. <laughs> what? So many one? people are doing that, too. Um, I, I mean, like, <laughs> I don't... He, he had a run there where he was just crushing <laughs> it. And, I mean, he's the big... Bowski, isn't he? In yes. For okay, so like that's where you'd go after, after, after you'd find him because it's not streaming anywhere. Like you said, no one's like gymnastics movies must find, and if they do, they're probably gonna get a bunch of documentaries, like you said, yeah. or some other movie maybe that we don't know. I mean, I don't know. It's it's a bummer because it should have more, and I hope you know when everyone gets to that kaleidoscope scene or the brain <laughs> stew scene, like. Those are huge scenes. They're really cool. Um, I in that vein pairs though, well like, with fried chicken too. <laughs> quite the pairing. I feel yeah. like if just and someone hear this call, I feel like if Netflix just picked up Stick It, this movie could have a resurgence. Like no joke. Uh, yeah, like 100%. if this was on the main page recently added, I feel like teenagers would just eat this shit up and love it. And they'd be like, this is retro and fun. There's not a whole <laughs> lot to not like. That's yeah. the part about the movie that. But that's that why I feel like I'm best. not quick to give it a really low legacy because I'm like, if someone from Gen Z picked up this movie or like versus bring it on, there's nothing about this movie that they would be like, oh, this is like disgusting. I don't like this. Like they'd be like, this is fucking like. <laughs> yeah, they they'd would get to that scene where they're like, what? He's gay. And then they're like, yeah. Yeah. And then they'd be like, that's so sick. I love that. Yeah. Because <laughs> it love is. It. It's so I just so I'm holding out hope 20, for it. I'm really holding out hope. <laughs> yeah. I can I just like very quickly talk about if Jeff, Jeff Bridges, Bridges just time. went on a t- uh, talk show and was like, "Do you, I can't do a Jeff Bridges impression?" But if he was like, "Go watch this movie, Stick It," that I did, boom, oh, that's all we need. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it on the spot. It's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I, I can't do it, but let me tell you what episode. Jeff Bridges is like. Oh my God. <laughs> Jeff Bridges in the 2000s. This is like fucking one of the weirdest runs he goes on. So he does K-Pax and Seabiscuit, which are good. But then he does three movies that are just like not well liked by critics. I've never heard of them ever. Called The Door in the Floor, The Amateurs, and Door Tideland. Tideland, which has a 26 on Metacritic. That's then a he Dr. does Seuss Stick book. It. And then his next movie, Surf's Up. He plays Big Z, Zeke, in, and Surf's oh, yeah. Up. Yeah. And then That's his next amazing. movie, he's the villain in Iron Man. And then it's like a series of whatever random movies. And then he wins his Oscar. Like... Yeah. What a career. For Crazy Heart. And then for True Grit, he's also up for like a very bizarre year. So yeah, I agree. I mean, like I, that might be one of the only <laughs> things that pulls you into the movie is like, well, I've seen Surf's Up. I wonder what this guy's doing <laughs> well, in this. But he's also kind of like a little bit of just like 
a dark horse. Like you're yeah. watching it and then like a crazy, a dark good horse, 20 will. minutes, 15 minutes. And all of a sudden Jeff Bridges is standing there and you're like, what yeah, <laughs> am I watching? Like General right Patton. Now? Yeah. Incredible. <laughs> and I was saying to Nick, you guys didn't bring this up, but the, the way he's interacting with the judges at the end yeah. is so fucking funny. It is yeah. really like funny. he does this one thing with his hands <laughs> and it's in, he's just giving it his all. <laughs> Um, it's so great. Anyways, we finished up fun. with. Those I'm giving it categories. a three. Okay, I'm giving it a three. three as well. Yeah, unfortunately for Stick It, I it hope did it changes. Win. Just kidding. It what did, did it win. Get? Yeah, Stick It stuck it with a 51 and bring it on. Yeah. 75. Brought it off with a 41. 41 out of 70 and a 51 out of 70. Anybody tapping into this episode was definitely going to be like, well, it's obviously bring it on. Well, guess what, idiots? Go rewatch it because we don't know. Actually, <laughs> you're okay. If, if bring it on is your favorite movie and you're going to the Alamo Draft House on February 25th in L.A. to see <laughs> bring it on, uh, we don't Good mean to luck. rain on your parade, but this is just have a grand old time. two and a half people's opinions about it. Um, Layla, do you have any recommendations? I feel like this is your corner. I do have some too. I don't, I, like, I don't really have an insane amount. I have no gymnastics movies to give you all, unfortunately, but I will say that when it comes to cheer movies, like I cannot in good conscience recommend any other bring it on movies after that one. <laughs> they all just, mm. although the second one with Hayden Panettiere, mm. funny time. If you're looking for a few laughs, she crumps in it. And it's oh, hell yeah. one of oh, the yeah. most oh made fun of scenes in yeah. like movie history. It's, it's so funny. It's so funny. So if you're looking for a good laugh, get high or get drunk and watch the second bring it on. And it's really a good time. Um, and then as far as cheer movies, I don't know if you boys have ever seen Fired Up. Um, yeah, hilarious. It's so Super dumb. Probably funny. doesn't age well, but it's hilarious. I imagine it doesn't age well, but it honestly, in my opinion, might age better than Bring It On does, though, because I feel like the humor, I don't know, there's something about the humor in Fired Up that feels just like, you know it's comedy and you know it's humor, and Bring It On, for some reason, it feels like it's just like, this is what we did at that time, and it was bad. <laughs> I love um, Eric Olson in that movie. He's so very funny. funny. The guys are so funny in that movie. So if yeah. you're looking for like something to watch that I think will actually crack you up cheerleading-wise, Fired Up's really great. Um, I mean, I never I watched it, but people really loved the show Cheer on Netflix, the like docu-series yeah. on um, cheerleading. It was like mm -hmm. a pretty big event. It's one, a, so. it's a, yeah. Won't see any I mean, midriff like in those high school competitions. Yeah. So true. <laughs> Um, I actually kind of want to go with Layla said earlier that gymnastics is like one of those like type of sports, you know, that doesn't get the recognition in Hollywood. So I actually have like four, um, recommendations based on that. So first of all, if you haven't seen I, Tanya, I fucking love I, Tanya. Mm -hmm. It's a very good movie. Um, and it, it works a lot better on rewatch as well. Um, there's a really good review by Demi out of Jawibe on, on, uh, letterbox about how important that movie is. Um, kind of slept on, you don't really watch it for the ice skating scenes, but it, it is really well handled in terms of like the stresses of being an athlete, um, of that caliber. Um, another movie kind of slept on everyone thought was going to be win best picture at the time, but um, it just kind of like fell by the wayside as Fox catcher. Oh, I was about yeah. uh, us wrestling. 
um, well, it's kind of not, it, it's more about DuPont, um, but uh, incredible movie, harrowing, like not a very easy watch, but really, really good. Um, there's one that came out two years ago called The Novice about um, this like, this girl in college, this kind of like loner girl in college who just like gets really addicted to activities and stuff and like needs to be doing things. And she joins the, um, rowing team and like goes like, it's like, it's very, very, very similar to whiplash. Um, it even has the same like sound editor as whiplash. Um, that movie has some of my favorite sound editing and, uh, and, and visual editing, editing I've seen. And the other one is, this is kind of a gymnastics movie, um, but it's based off of a really good book called um, The Art of the Peaceful Warrior, or the, the Way of the Peaceful Warrior. But there's a movie called Peaceful Warrior with Nick Nolte um, about this like guy who's like struggling with his, like, I think it's gymnastics, and he meets this like man who like runs this gas station and the guy teaches him a whole new way. And it's, it's real. It actually happened like a whole new way of approaching sports and stuff and becoming Zen and, and, uh, um, shit like that. Anyway, (laughs) I, I kind of ruined it with that part, but, uh, yeah, those are, those are some ones that I highly recommend. I mean, if you haven't seen I, Tanya and Foxcatcher, get the fuck on that. And if you want a hidden banger, uh, the novice, but that movie is like balls to the walls till the very end. Um, I think everyone should watch Surf's Up. I'm going to watch Surf's Up. Surf's Up is I love that recommendation. <laughs> Incredible. Incredible animated film. Great sports movie. Great sports movie. <laughs> yeah. But honestly, like Stick It is like a really good Kinda. sports movie. It's a great and sports movie. And I wish movie. there were more <laughs> I wish there were more great sports movies. That's like every, you know, let's like Bill Simmons nonstop is always talking about how there should be better sports. How has Bill Simmons like, not done an episode on Stick It? That's what I want to know. Yeah, I think they have done Bring It On. Uh, he didn't do it, but the the rewatchable should definitely do it. But yeah, he'll choose the most fucking obscure movies, <laughs> yeah. but he won't do that. Anyways, Bill Simmons, yeah. uh sponsor us. Bring us to <laughs> the ringer we love um, us on guys stick us if you want to sponsor us or if you just want to check us out and uh find out what other episodes we got coming out soon follow us on social media go and check out our instagram uh just look up facing off pod and then if you wanted to send an email with some recommendations like are we missing out on some sports movies that i can't think of you think that Stick It is not that good and Bring It On is that good? Well, then fucking bring it. Send us an email, facingoffpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, next week, we are taking a little break, but we will come back to you guys, we promise, uh, with a, such a banger of an episode. I think we're going to do a John Wick movie. Uh, and, it, and if not that, it'll be something even better. So you'll just have to check out... Uh, check out facing off pod and we have so many other episodes as well this one was a true delight thank you to uh nick do you have a send-off you know Haley, there are a lot of great people who have jerks for parents we gotta stick together <laughs> <laughs>